Hi everyone, David here from Project Daybreak, talking about the upcoming talents all around the world. Now we have two new guests in front of our mic, but I'll let them introduce themselves. Hello everyone, my name is uh, Joanna Mateo. I am a filmmaker and uh, we co-own Move the World Productions. And my name is Tony Tanlinger and I'm the other co-owner of Move the World Productions. Okay, now of course, uh, Move the World, that's quite a big task, of course, uh, that you put yourselves <laughs> up to. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's also the reason why you chose the name or... Yeah, absolutely. I mean, our whole goal is to, you know, face subjects and and topics that are are controversial to most, taboo to some, and really just touch home to people who are struggling or feeling different and things like that. So we really want to just shape the world and help the world understand that we're all the same and, you know, we're all similar. Okay. And since when have you started out uh, Move the World? Uh, quite recently. Yes, yes. We started developing projects uh, towards the end of last year, but we actually officially launched uh, January 1st of this year, and we launched with um, three projects that we're currently working on, and um, I, I'd be glad to let you know a little bit more about what we're doing. Um, like Tony said, a lot of what we do, every uh, project we produce is handpicked with a certain message. It's it's broader than just entertainment. Our goal is to really enlighten and empower minds and really open society to what else is out there. A lot of times we get so consumed with our own lives and our environment that we forget what others you know, around us and even in other countries are experiencing or going through. So um, because of that, uh, project number one is a feature documentary. Mm -hmm. It's entitled uh, Becoming Nick, and it's, it's following the life uh, for 10 months of a person that's transitioning from uh, female to male. So we're documenting the entire process uh, through therapy, the uh, hormone injections, um, the surgery itself, and just everything in between to really highlight and show um and move more past the whole, you know, genitalia part that most people tend to like focus on, but more towards the person itself and, and what they really go through and that their struggles are human, just like all the rest of us. So and, also the, um, the character part. Exactly. Um, so, you know, all the ups and downs and the triumphs and the defeats um, that we all go through in life, you know, one point or another um, is what we're going to highlight on that specific uh, feature. And so we're really proud of it because it's it's the first project we started working on, but it, it'll be probably one of the, the last projects that people will get to see since it won't be out until next year, since it's such a long um, production uh, phase. But we're, we're really proud of what we're doing with with that project. And, um, you know, we definitely look forward and and um, sharing it with everyone once it's finished um the second project is um we're, we're teaming up with make a wish uh foundation i don't know if you guys have that all the way over um, in, yeah. so, in europe okay so I, I work for uh touring which is like uh, an automobile service when your car breaks down and yes. each year we also uh do something for make a wish so we, we oh, try to great. uh yeah get a wish uh Let's say, um, how do you say that? Um, get a wish, uh, not revealed, but granted. Granted uh, for for someone from Make a Wish. So yeah. Absolutely. 
Yeah, and so we're really proud with that because we love what Make-A-Wish stands for and what they do to children all over the, you know, the the world, really, with, you know, terminal illnesses that they're facing um, at such a young age. And what we're doing with um, with the Make-A-Wish project is uh, we're going to be highlighting uh, five different stories following five different children throughout um, the year and um, really sh- showcasing the process of the Make-A-Wish from the team uh, perspective of, of those working within Make-A-Wish and then, um, you know, the lives of the parents and, and the child itself and really highlighting, you know, what each child um, illness is and, and, and really bringing awareness to um, to that cause itself. So we're really proud of that as well. And, we, you know, we you'll, you'll definitely see that this year. Um, throughout the year, um, we're going to put it up on online as a mini web series. So um, it was really also in the mm-hmm. in the states where they had uh, a mini Batman performing for Wake a Wish. Yes, yes. That was also in the states. Yeah? <laughs> that was in San Francisco, <laughs> and it's awesome because it made headlines all over, and um, it just shows right there. You know, something that may seem small to all of us, but I'm sure is something that that child is forever going to remember. Um, and it's going to be the highlight of his life. And that's the, you know, that's the kind of message and, and empowerment, um, that, that we like to stand behind. And so it's just awesome that we, you know, we all got to see the whole world got to see what, you know, what thousands of people, um, in the San Francisco area did, you know, to pull that off. You know, and um, yeah, yeah, it was, it was great. quite uh, distributed on social media, of course, uh, Facebook. Yes, Twitter, it was everywhere. So even uh, the Belgian uh, press just took it up and and uh, broadcasted it, and even uh, published it in all newspapers. So it's uh, yeah, it's quite big news, of course, if something like yeah. that happens. Exactly, exactly. So. Yeah, so that's that's uh, that's I, I don't I don't want to say we're gonna go that route and go that big, but we're definitely gonna do. <laughs> no, but of course, because there you can you can only see the the let's say the end part um, when it's all there, but you don't see anything about uh, the boys' life, the boys' yeah. parents. You don't get a backup a background story. Exactly. So what you're doing is more intrusive, and it's more exactly. direct. It's more global yeah, absolutely absolutely so um yeah we look forward to sharing with that with everyone uh this year and then the last project is actually a short film um that we're currently um uh writing in the process of writing and um it's going to be a story um about uh bully uh since that's such a worldwide topic but we never really get to see the perspective and uh, the mindset of the bully it's usually we tend to empathize on the victim but we fail to realize that both um, the bully and the victim um, are going through something major in their life um, to be affected in that in that respect. So what we're going to do with our short film is to really highlight the perspective of the bully and um, in a way um, have the audience, um, you know, see and empathize as well um, with the bully and not just the uh, victim, because in order to make such an impactful change, in our society, when it comes to bullying, we have to be able to dissect and see both sides and really um, figure out the best way to to help that solution and not just um, and not just the victims, not not that either either or are lesser or greater in a sense, but they're both equally important to help, um, you know, diminish the whole um, bullying um, phenomena as it is, um, you know, throughout the world. So what we're really hoping to do is really open people's minds to to that other side, so to speak.
Now, of course, um, it's quite an, uh, um, let's say, a particular place to choose, um, to, mm-hmm. to, let's say, to stand towards the, the movies because you, you get really, like you say, um, touching uh, subjects. Yeah. Um, it kind of reminds me, but I think he's more politically uh, informed, but uh, we remember, but it's quite some years ago that we've heard something from him, but uh, Michael Moore. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, he, uh, and you're, <laughs> you're correct on that. Very much political um, on his end. But yes, he, he tends to use very much controversial, uh, you know, topics, but they all tend to be geared towards the, the political route. And yeah. that's interesting that you mentioned that that, that came to mind. Um, yeah, because when you were, were discussing the, the kind of topics like this, the subjects that uh, like no one wants to talk about, we all know them, we all see them, but we don't like to talk about it. It's quite controversial. And I remember, um, if I'm, I'm not mistaken, because that's the news we got from our side, of course, in Europe, um, is that even some of his uh, movies are, are banned in the US because yeah. they're too controversial, they're, they're like, um, to, yeah, we, I think we, we saw, uh, because, you know, I'm, I'm 29 now, um, and we even saw one of his movies in school, even. Um, yeah, it bo- was Bowling for Columbine. Oh, okay. Yeah, Bowling for Columbine. Yeah. yeah about, uh, guns in, in the US, I think, uh, or something like that. Something. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was actually a very touchy subject because, you know, it had to deal with the Columbine, you know, shooting that mm-hmm. occurred, you know, which was which was devastating here in the United States. So um, very much he's he's very um, uh, he, he doesn't uh, really care to to hit those hard subjects that most people to try to steer away from. And so. Um, I think that's an interesting, you know, correlation you made because, in a way, that's what we're what, what we're trying to do on a on a scale that's not just political, like like Michael Moore, but more so um, on a grand scale with topics, you know, that we could all relate to that are all universal um, and that really hit home to the, our environment and you know what what we what we stand for um, at the end of the day. So, um, but yeah, that's that's a great point you made. <laughs> But um, I think you have to have. I don't know if you, you have you guys have the same expression uh, in the states. But here you say um, you have to have a, a, a strong backbone to be able to tackle those subjects. You know, you, because yes. I can imagine you get a lot of, um, let's say, um, counterweight, um, a lot of uh, counterwind. We, we say here in Belgium. Um, for launching those subjects, you know, a lot of people were like, no, don't do st- things, don't stir in, in, in things, in puddles that are already left behind, you know? Uh, yes. Yes, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, we have similar, uh, phrases, not exactly like that, but I mean, it, it's, it's such intense subjects at the end of the day that we, we knew going into it that we were going to probably, um, disinterest at least half of a potential audience, you know, just because of their mindset and, and just where they are um, and what they stand for. But at the end of the day, we feel that, um, you know, a lot of the production companies out there, you know, they're looking to put out great entertainment, and, you know, make a lot of money at the box office. And that's great. We have nothing against that. But um, our, our 
our goal with Move the World Productions is to use this as a vehicle for something broader and grander than just, you know, let me put out a, a, a great film that, that has, you know, uh, a decent storyline and, and can make a decent money in the box office. That's great. Um, and if one day we do that, that's, <laughs> that's, that's definitely not going, going to be something we'll oppose. But um, our job uh, that we felt a uh, strong purpose to is to really um, if we can change even a hundred people's lives, you know, throughout the, the, the entire time that we, that we, uh, produce uh, these, these, um, different pieces, then to us, we feel like we did our job. And, um, because what we're looking to do is, is to really m- much more highlight and enlighten, um, these topics that we either sweep under the rug or don't want to talk about because, you know, we all say that we, that this world needs something, you know, a change and, and to be better, but no one really has stood, um, up in a grand scale like they used back then and, and really, you know, have a leader to, to really rally behind, so to speak, and, and make and make something impactful. So that's uh, that's going to be a, such a difficult, brave, big task. And we and we know that going in. But um, like we said, if we can if we can just shape a few lives um, throughout our process, then we feel like we, we did our job. But definitely our goal is to is to go as far wide and, and reach as many as we can with our messages and just really open people's minds to to what's out there and and hopefully, you know, change a few mindsets on, you know, sometimes we get a little bit negative or we prejudge people without getting to know them. And then we end up missing out on on great things and you know, valuable things we we should be raising our future generations in, in a in a better light, you know, and not so much mm-hmm. highlighting violence and and all these different things that we but, we all uh, experience. I, mm-hmm. I I love the concept, of course, because um, I think nowadays with social media, you you get a lot of. I don't know if it's the same in the states, but um, here, for example, in Europe, what happens is um, something, some stories, some some something gets big. Uh, all of a sudden, for example, we we've had recently um, they discovered some dogs were really uh, mutilated very bad were left behind and it becomes like a big story in one day on all social media yeah and if you check out a week later nothing happened and nobody's talking about it so it's it's like exactly. a change a change in, in society change in social media i don't know but it's like social media brings um everyone to a hot topic but mm-hmm. everyone's just I'm sitting in my chair, I'm just posting something on Facebook, but now it's 8 p.m. and I have to watch my, my television show, you know. Right. Like before social media, when something like that happened, you went out on the street, you went out to protest, and uh-huh. I think we're kind of become perhaps a bit lazy because of social media. We're like, okay, we just like a page and then everything will change, but... right. Right, exactly. And and we used um we actually used an, another example where, you know, you see a lot of social social media has done such great things for for just a, a technology tool overall, but um just like you said, it's almost inhibited us um in a way because um you have all these positive campaigns out there throughout the world who are doing great things to try to either save lives or or stop hunger, um, help homeless, uh, homelessness and all these great causes. And, you know, people will like a Facebook page of that cause or that campaign or even, you know, um, go take a photo for like, uh, for example, like no hate. And but then it gets forgotten. You know, it doesn't really stay 
relevant to people's mind. They say, well, I did my part, so now I'm going to go about my day or about my life. And, um, and, and it's important to realize that whenever true change happened in our society, um, you know, in, in, in history, it was something grander. It was a lot more standing up together in unison, you know, out in the streets, like you said, not just sitting behind a computer and really doing something about it and not just liking a page or, or buying a kid online mm-hmm. to wear a shirt. And then now I've done my part. So, um, and so that's part of, part of a, a huge goal that we're undertaking as well because it's it's hard to get people's minds to shift towards you know a, a way that's going to really work um for 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 a better world to actually happen yeah and, and it's 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 a great thing that people are standing up and, and you know supporting these organizations and we're not downplaying that but we just think as an overall if you buy a shirt to support gay marriage that's not going to help gay marriage in any way possible you need to actually get out into the streets start spreading the word and start making a movement so that's what we really aim to do with every topic but it's of course uh social media has given uh like a a, a bad uh, idea on on how how influential they are of course because um nowadays everyone's like oh my god they have uh one million likes now it's mm-hmm. definitely gonna change but it doesn't change anything you know it's like right one, in one second uh, you, get, you can give a like but when you go out and protest something and and you want to do it um with a strong reason and you want to have some results it doesn't you can't you can never do something like that in one in one second Exactly. Exactly. And, and, you know, we, we, we forget, you know, how, how things really changed in our society, you know, back when there were movements, you know, actual movements like, you know, Harvey Milk and uh, Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks. Like these are, these are movements that had to happen and it took more than just, you know, if social media was back in, back then when these movements happened, I, you know, I, I don't really know what would have happened because, you know, we would have felt complacent and just sat back and, and let someone else deal with it. But And I don't know, think anything would have changed since yeah. then. Exactly, exactly. And so, you know, we're uh, technology and social media is wonderful. And, and, you know, we got to move with it. But we also can't forget about these strong grassroots efforts that need to really happen and really, you know, for a long term, not just, you know, for let me be a part of this campaign for a month. And then, you know, I feel good about myself and I can go about my day. We have to really think more long term. Um, And so, you know, we hope to do what we can to uh, to get us back on, on, get everyone as you know as a society on track to really you know make a impactful change. I think you know we keep seeing that a lot of lives are being lost on a daily basis. To, you know, with violence and and all, just all sorts of you know hunger and 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 just anything and everything you can imagine. So hopefully we can we can do something um, together. And that's our big, you know, that's our big issue. And that's something we stand behind is that we can't make this change on our own. It has to, you know, have an entire village country and world behind it. So um, hopefully we can, we can uh, get as many people on board as possible. So that you chose the correct name for uh, the, the, the film business, <laughs> move the exactly. world. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now, of course, more on a personal basis, um, is filmmaking something you always wanted to do when you were younger? or? Well, we actually worked in um, music for quite a while. We had a management company, and um, 
we just saw the the filmmaking side of some of our clients that we had who wanted to be in movies and things like that and we just fell in love with it we fell in love with telling the story visually and we just decided and we just felt that it was the right thing to do and that's the route that you know we started to slowly go on and we just noticed okay yeah this is actually where we want to end up and what we want to do and do you still remember the the very first movie you ever bought or I'm, well, I have, I have a, this is Joanne, I have a really bad memory. <laughs> so, um, I'm trying to remember, you know, I'm, I'm 28 now, trying to remember the first I've ever purchased will, will be a task on its own when I can barely remember like before like seven or eight years old. Um, but. <laughs> yeah, I actually remember the first movie I ever purchased. I'm a huge musical fan, so the first musical I ever purchased was Rent and I was super excited. I got it at Barnes and Noble, I think, on sale and I was like so proud of myself. I was like, yeah. I think the first movie I ever saw was probably like The Lion King. It's always been my favorite. Okay. <laughs> I think it's still everyone's favorite. They don't make movies like that anymore. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, um to talking to to keep uh about the same subject, um also uh some weeks ago Um, no, I think it's about uh, a month and a half ago, um, because we're talking about The Lion King. Um, mm-hmm. Do you know, um, what was her name? Um, Melissa, Melissa Bach, Bachman? Have you heard mm-hmm. about her? Or No. Um, yeah, it was a, 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 someone uh, who does a television show uh, in the States um, about hunting, trophy hunting. In, no, uh, Africa. I've never heard that. No, that's that's news to us. Well, um, that's for example, if you still need any uh, subjects uh, for the future, that's definitely something uh, worth talking about because it was a huge protest because there was a, a picture uh, shown on her Facebook um, where she killed a huge lion, a really a really beautiful mm. lion um, because you're talking about Lion King. It was actually it was I'll I'll have I have the the link here so I'll send it to you after the the interview but you definitely have to check it out because um it was a huge protest because she was just there with her gun a big smile and uh, I shot the king of the jungle and she was really proud of it and uh, it got a huge protest all over uh, Europe so I don't know if it was the same hype like the same in in uh, the states but. Um yeah it's also something that that is is considered uh, like a uh, controversial subject it's it's yeah. hunting in Africa of course. Yeah, no, we'll definitely have to check it out. That sounds very interesting. But I'll definitely send you the the link. I'll, I'll just put it in here in Skype so th- there it goes. That's the the photo uh talk about because also they started out Facebook pages and things like that and I don't think anything changed in the meantime. I haven't seen anything in the news. Um, but here in, in, in Belgium, uh, it was a big, uh, big thing all, again in all newspapers, on all television shows, um, because it was really controversial, but you'll see the page, you'll see the pictures yeah. she's putting up. Um, so that's perhaps, uh, in the future, uh, if that's something, uh, you, you want to talk about, it's always a subject possible. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's exactly what we, you know, what we stand behind. So we would love to, to read more on, on that story. Yeah. Well, um, I've sent you the link so you can check it out. Uh, okay. And if you want any more details, we'll talk after the interview. Not a yes. 
Now, of course, um, I think a lot of, of listeners now are, are quite curious um, about where we can find uh, the, the documentaries, the short films you're going to, to produce. Um, will it also be available in Europe or... Yeah, absolutely. Our goal um, with becoming Nick documentary, uh, once it's complete, we're going to, um, you know, submit it to some film festivals around, um, not only in the U.S. but outside, and and see how wide we can we can get exposure on that route. But we're also going to have it available um, through DVD purchase and as well as rental and online. So um, really, just stay tuned to our. Um, we're actually launching um, at the end of this week the Becoming Nick website official website as well as our move the world productions website so stay tuned to our social media channels as we uh, launch both of those uh at the end of this week um but just as a heads up um if you want to find us on twitter it's um move the world pro and um on facebook is mtw productions llc and on facebook becoming nick as well um so uh, feel free to follow our social media channels. So when we uh, officially launch those websites at the end of this week, you can be a part of that and, um, you know, stay up to date uh, with the latest. Okay. We'll definitely put all those links, of course, also in the article uh, we'll publish on our website. And okay. redirect everyone towards your Facebook page and every other page uh, we can find you on, um, like Twitter, for example. Uh, yes. Now, of course, um, I think we can have uh, still a couple of hours of interview uh, before we, we we think we have said it all. Uh, but I yes. don't, I don't <laughs> think you can say everything, in fact, on this subject. So um, what, what we'll do uh, perhaps is um, we'll do another interview uh, very soon uh, to yes. just talk about how you guys have moved on and, and how the first reactions are. Um, I think it, it will be quite nice to, to just... Uh, let's say keep you on a on a close loop yes and, absolutely uh, so we can check out the progress and how it it's evolving yes. and perhaps also of course when uh, you publish uh, the documentary so we can also uh, get some commercial uh, some promotion for you guys uh. oh yeah we appreciate that um it, that actually will work out great we're la- we're going to be um releasing the official teaser promo for the uh, becoming Nick film within the next few weeks and then we're going to, right after that, launch our Kickstarter campaign um, to raise uh, funds for um, the post-production aspect of the film itself. So um, we would love to come back when we have, you know, all of that to um, to discuss a little bit more about the topics in general. Like you said, there's so much that can be said and discussed in regards to, to not only that topic, but all the other projects we're working on. So we would love to come back. Okay, so then that's uh, it's a date, like they say. <laughs> <laughs> it's a date. <laughs> it's a date. Now, um, of course, thank you for making the time for this interview, uh, for giving us the interview uh, for Project Daybreak, and I'm sure we'll hear each other very soon then. Absolutely. Thank you for having us, thank and so uh, we look forward to it. Okay, until next time. <laughs>